Hey everyone, welcome to the Saturday edition of the Goody Reader Radio Show. My name is Michael. The top story of this week has been Hachette Titles and Amazon. So Amazon and Hachette are renegotiating their contract and Amazon is employing some pretty strong arm tactics. They made a number of hardcover books not available, or if they were to be shipped out, uh, the estimated shipping is between two and five weeks. Uh, Amazon fulfillment centers, the warehouses, they normally have stacks of every possible book that they have, so when something's ordered, it's immediately sent off. And what Amazon's doing is simply not purchasing Hachette titles in volume, and so if you are in Vancouver like I am, it's coming from the West Coast. If that West Coast fulfillment center doesn't have the book, they have to get it from some other point in the US. It could take weeks. In a new salvo, Amazon has suspended pre-orders now of Hachette titles. Um, J.K. Rowling's second book called The Silkworm is uh, a follow-up to a book that she had released uh, last year. And not only that, but there's a number of other titles uh, that are not available as well. Uh, Amazon has taken pre-order capabilities away from Hatchet Book Group Publications. Forthcoming books will now bear a notice saying currently unavailable and a note inviting customers to ask for an email when it becomes available. So this is an official statement from Hachette. As you can see, this is full of drama and this isn't the first time that Amazon's employed these tactics, and it's certainly not going to be the last. Uh, in other Amazon news, the Amazon Kindle TV, uh, the Fire TV, is available for free for select uh, people who live in the States. We don't really know what select means, but we do have a link on our front page, which basically allows you to click on it and see if you're eligible for the offer. You have to be a Prime member, and again, you have to reside in the States. What this will do is Amazon will ship you out a free Fire TV to try for 30 days. And if at any time during that 30 days that you don't want it, simply send it back to Amazon, and they won't charge you anything. But if you keep it past the 30 days, uh, they'll automatically bill the credit card that you have on file. Goodreads is an Amazon property, much like Zappos does, but it's pretty well running autonomously. They're now making it easy to talk to your favorite author. They have unveiled a new fig a program called Ask the Author, which gives fans the ability to ask authors questions and read other readers' questions uh, past replies. 54 authors have taken advantage of this. James Patterson, Margaret Atwood, uh, a number of uh, famous authors are all taking part in this. And soon, as in maybe about a week or two, uh, this feature will be available to all of the 100,000 plus authors that belong to Goodreads uh, to employ. So it's an opt-in, opt-out feature. And this is pretty cool. I mean, Often, if you want to speak with your favorite author, you have to track down their Twitter, hope that they reply to your tweet, maybe their Facebook, but most authors' email accounts, their websites, their social media presence, it's often done by staff, and it's seldom done by the author themselves, so it makes it hard, you know, to uh, interact with your favorite author. This Goodreads program is pretty solid, because if you have 
some sort of question that's been bothering you for a while you know like what's your writing style uh you know when you sit down and write you know what's the what's the situation like in your room or you know where did you get the idea for this character you know was it based on something in your real life you know uh, the types of questions that sometimes uh, the books that you really like you want to know more about uh fairly cool if you live in Canada like I do, Tim Hortons is quite ubiquitous when it comes to the coffee experience. They recently have borrowed a page out of Starbucks Playbook and now has mobile payments in their Android and iOS apps. Uh, what this means is that you can actually pay for things in the store by just simply flashing your smartphone. This incrementally makes the whole shopping process a lot easier. Uh, the whole reason why I bought my iPhone is to have the Starbucks app and to be able to easily uh, pay for things. And I didn't really have that on my older BlackBerry phone. And now that I can do this with Tim Hortons as well, I mean, I'm not the type of guy that eats a lot of donuts trying to uh, <laughs> watch the old gut. But uh, I think this is cool. And this will give people a reason to simplify and sort of adapt that cashless philosophy you tend to pay for more things with your smartphone or with uh, you know credit cards and things like that. Let's talk e-reader news. Pocketbook has announced two new e-readers, uh, the Pocketbook Inkpad and the Pocketbook Ultra. The Ultra is uh, going on sale pretty shortly. Uh, the big hyping factor behind this is it's a fairly modern e-reader. It's using an e-Encarta screen with a resolution of 1024 by 758. It's basically using the same type of screen technology as the Amazon Kindle Paperweight 2 and the Tolino Vision. Not too many uh, e-readers are currently employing this technology, but it really helps with the reading experience. If you have an older reader, you know what I'm talking about. You read a book, you flip a page, often the full page will refresh every page you turn. Uh, later generation e-ink technology uh, did it every six pages, but it still kind of gets you out of that. Uh, it kind of it kills my vibe, you know. When I'm reading a book and it's a full page refresh, it's sort of my eyes have to adjust to that. And yeah, I mean, I find that it really is imbalancing. Uh, Carta does it every chapter or every second chapter so you can flip 60 pages and it'll just seamlessly go from page to page i really like it so uh the ultra is sort of a cutting edge e-reader it's 220 us uh available at the end of june and it also has a frontlet display as well. Uh, the Pocketbook Inkpad is an 8-inch e-reader, uh, and it uses some pretty good techno resolution, rather, 1600 by 1200, and it has a 1 gigahertz CPU. Uh, it's really solid. Uh, it does have two manual page turn keys, uh, but that's basically it. It's a, it's a full touchscreen uh, e-reader. It's using e-ink Pearl HD, so it's not using Carta, but I find something strangely compelling about this e-reader. And we will be reviewing uh, the Ultra first and uh, the Inkpad second, so you can stay tuned to the website for all that news. Uh, from Kobo, they are doing a new 
pilot program that is going to be rolled out very soon to indie authors that take advantage of Kobo Writing Life. So uh, Writing Life is Kobo's answer to Kindle Direct Publishing or to Nook Press. Gives the authors the ability to publish books and have them distributed. And one of the benefits about distributing with Kobo is the ability that they just have so many uh, international markets. Like they're e-readers are sold in like 80 different countries and as a self-published author you want to make your book available in as many markets as possible even if you're just marketing an english book you know there's a lot of libraries and um schools that are english speaking in a lot of say asian countries and this broadens your reach and prospective audience kobo is making author pages and they're adapting a new rating and review system so if you self-publish you'll be able to um, have people rate your books out of five stars and be able to live uh, or sort of leave um, a written uh, review as well it's currently in testing. Uh, there's no uh, known way that they're going to be releasing this anytime soon. Could be a few weeks, could be about a month or so, uh, but their system looks really polished from what I looked at. There didn't really seem to be any glaring errors, although that the UI, I think, needs a little bit of work, but I think once they basically just poured over the code to the existing Kobo platform, I think a lot of the things should be ironed out, but yeah, I mean, it's about 90%, I think, from complete from sort of my impressions of, of looking at it. Goody Reader is going to be at the IDPF next week in prelude to Book Expo America. Uh, we'll have a few agents there from the East Coast crew uh, that are going to be covering the entire uh, two-day digital conference. So we'll bring all the latest stories and happenings from uh, keynote speakers, interviewers, uh, you know, interviewees, <laughs> as it were. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on. I'm really excited. There's a lot of really smart people and a lot of great companies uh, that are going to be there. We're going to have uh, interviews with Amazon, Kobo, Barnes & Noble, Sony. Uh, we're going to speak with Goodreads and a ton more. So stay tuned for that. And then starting, I guess, next weekend uh, and early next week is going to be Book Expo America, which is about a week-long publishing gala. Um, everyone will be there. We're going to focus more on the digital side of things. There's a lot of new publishing startups that are vying for uh, capital, and they're going to be giving a lot of presentations and things like that. So it's a young, a lot of young startups that are going to be um, talking about their, um, you know, the programs. A lot of them, like Snapify, uh, like uh, Publish. We've written about them before, but there's a lot of companies out there like Bookmade, Bookopolis, um, Alta Editions, and a number of other things that are doing some really cool stuff. Everything from uh, kids to being able to um, learn from, like, you know, learn Chinese through fun stories um, for kids. Um, ebook discovery engines. I mean, there's a lot of really cool stuff. And so I'm really keen to really kind of dive into the startup culture this year. Um, I'm sure everybody listening to this doesn't really want to hear more news about Scholastic and Penguin. And, you know, they want to hear about the kind of like the companies that are going to be perhaps big in a few years or their technology will end up being adapted by major publishers or you know hopefully that they'll get bought out or maybe they'll just be like the next big thing that everyone will use their stuff 
it seems to me a lot of these services um for the startups it's like these cool technology little things that i think would mesh quite well with like services like wattpad and things like that we have an app store if you're not too familiar with it it's called apps.goodyreader.com or the goody reader android and blackberry app store uh, currently about 40,000 apps for blackberry 10 the blackberry playbook and android phones and tablets uh, we have a client for blackberry and also a client for android as well uh, that you can install on any of your devices uh, we don't require logins or registrations it's just one click downloads whether you're downloading from the web or you're downloading from the mobile client we just introduced a new navigation system on our app store and this is for the web-based uh, client um, it's more responsive a lot of cool drop-down menus we kind of did away with our bulky banner that um, made each page take a few extra seconds to load you know big banners you know sometimes take up a lot of space so we're always trying to make everything load quicker more efficiently but also to adapt kind of these cool little new technologies to be able to uh, enhance everyone's experience uh, we've hoped you've liked this quick edition of the saturday show any comments or concerns you can drop them off on our webpage at goodyreader.com if there's any particular startup or any type of company that you want us to interview at book expo america or the idp i've dropped a comment here as well or use our contact form and get in touch with us directly and if you're a company that actually wants to talk with us at this conference uh, drop us a line as well and we'll make sure to schedule you in we are going to be there for five days so we'll have a lot of time to be able to meet with everybody but also to spend a lot of time pounding the floor and just bringing you guys the latest news um, in that so my name is michael you've been listening to the good reader radio show and everybody take care